Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. Mary Magdalene definitely loved Jesus more deeply. She, she, she loved God more completely than did Simon, the Pharisee. But Jesus loved them both. Simon the Pharisee was as much loved by God as was Mary Magdalene. Differently, differently. But just as much. We're loved by God no matter the state of our heart. Even when we're completely unaware of His love, it's there. As Pastor Robert explains in today's message, God longs for all of us to see that love and be swept off our feet by it. The only thing that made Mary different was that she let that love fill her to overflowing. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part four of their message, Through the Eyes of Mary Magdalene. God made us as individuals and he deals with us as individuals. And when we become like Simon, Pharisees, we tend to forget that. We tend to forget that we're, we're all guilty. And, you know, next to the, the pure holiness of a perfect God, we are all disgusting little creatures who he could have rightly swept aside and wiped out. And in his mercy, he has chosen to redeem us. And like one of the songs we sing, you know, he, he makes something beautiful out of our brokenness. He, he gives us beauty for ashes. And I was thinking, you know, in, in, in looking at this, one of the things that it's, it's so important to to understand and to remember is that, and think about this, Mary Magdalene definitely loved Jesus more deeply. She, she, she loved God more completely than did Simon, the Pharisee. But Jesus loved them both. Simon the Pharisee was as much loved by God as was Mary Magdalene. Differently, differently, but just as much. He treated each one differently because he loved, he loved each of them. You know, and, and it's fascinating to, to back up and contemplate the fact that from eternity past, God knew that this encounter was going to take place in the home of this self-righteous, self-important, blind 
religious leader. You see what I'm saying? This was a deliberate, loving rebuke for Simon and everybody else in the room who saw this. Because none of them was less a whore than the prostitute. In reality, all of them had behaved in, you know, unrighteousness as far as God was concerned. It's like, okay, there's, there's a whole room full of guilty people. It's just she's the only one that's actually aware of her guilt. You follow me? And it was his love for Simon. It was his love for the rest of them that, that caused this to come about in the way that it did, that, that the prostitute came to Simon's house. All this could have happened out on the street somewhere. It could have all happened in the court, you know, the outer courts of the synagogue. It could have happened anywhere. But no, it, it happened in the home of Simon. Now think about it. who do you who do you more closely identify with? You know, in the story, when you're thinking, I mean, do you do you identify with Simon, the, the Pharisee? Do you identify more with the whore? I do. Who would you rather hang out with? Go on a picnic with, spend time with on a Saturday afternoon. Who would you rather have close by when you're suffering? Mary or Simon? You know, I've, Elizabeth, I had a conversation just within the last week or so here, and I don't even remember what brought it about, but I, I, I told her, I said, I've, I have prayed that her face is the last face I see when I die. I've asked God, don't let me die alone. I want her face to be the, the last face I see. And, you know, I wonder about Jesus. Because there were two Marys who really, really loved him with a pure love. John 19.25 says, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. So I stand corrected. There were three. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. So he had, actually it doesn't mention it right here, but also John, the beloved disciple. Yeah, he was right there. So he had his closest friend close by. He had Mary Magdalene, his mother, and his aunt. Those were the only one who came close up to this pain. And there's been so much speculation, so many false movies made, and, and just watch, it always shows up at Easter, right? About Jesus, he was secretly married to Mary Magdalene. There's all this stuff that wants to pollute and pervert the kind of love that they had. And again, there is no evidence that that was ever true. There's, Jesus was sin-free, and I don't know if that would have been sin or not, but there's just no evidence of it. And this is one of those soapboxes that I love to get on because it frustrates me and frightens me how much we always, as a society, we're so quick... Our love has become so animalistic that we think everything is lust. We think everything is, is, is something other than. And so we talk at Oasis, it keeps coming up 
when the women are alone together, it keeps coming up this distinction of the different kinds of love. So if you'll put up the, the book of C.S. Lewis called The Four Loves, you can just see right there that they're different. He was the one, I think, who coined the phrase studying the Greek words. And you can see there that affection and friendship and eros, meaning erotic love, and charity, which is agape love, that they are different. They're different by distinction. And what God is not saying, what our society says, if, if you love someone really strongly, it's probably lust. It's probably erotic. It's pro like we have, we have, as if that is the strongest love or as if that's the one that will always dominate. And that is not how it is in, in the Bible and that is not how it is in the kingdom of God at all. The, the strongest, the highest love is agape. But Jesus, I mean, we studied that at length when he talks about, I love you, I call you my friends. His relationship with John, his best friend, and with Mary Magdalene, it was friendship love. And so it matters to me because we're so scared in our very polluted society. When we get saved, we want to be pure, which is good. But so we get so scared that we think that to love at all, it has to be wrong or it has to be, it's probably dangerous. And so we think we have to live these like dimmed down versions of love. And what it does is it opens us up to temptation because that is not what he intended. It's as if the enemy is telling us, if you want colorful, powerful love, you got to have it on my terms, the enemy terms. And that is the opposite of the message of God. The love of God is stronger, it's purer, it's more powerful. And so it matters in this connection because yes, we must be wise, but if, if Mary Magdalene's affection for Jesus and the way he received it, her in this context, if it teaches us anything, it is that he would rather we take risk with love and that we love much, even if it may come across undignified then that we become so afraid and so polished that we're not, we, we appear dignified, but we dim ourselves down and we become, we become void. Does that make sense? I mean, it's not just with Mary Magdalene, it's all through the Bible. The, the worshiper in the Old Testament that God said, that was a man after my own heart, David. At some point he was, when they finally got the ark back in the right way to Jerusalem, David was dancing like virtually naked in front of it. And, and his wife was, criticizing and disdaining him for just like Mary Magdalene, what she received from Simon. And David's response, and God honors it, was I'll become even more undignified than this. for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. 
A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.